Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. <laughs> hey everyone, great to see you here at Healing Journeys Today. And I'm Cindy Mazes right now. I'm your preach teacher and a little bit your life transformation coach. So thank you so much for tuning in. We so appreciate your support. Thank you so much, man. We're so, we're so appreciative about that. So listen, guys, <laughs> I made a part four of believe, receive, and release. And why is that not to go over it all over again? Because I cannot recap it. But it is because we are on that releasing part. And I just know there are people, you know, I can teach and 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 teach. But we also have to make it very practical. What do I say? What do I say? How do I release what I already have? You, you're telling me, Cindy, that I already have it. Well, how do I release that? And that's what we're going to talk about today. So if you know a friend who needs to understand what to say, this is your moment. Call them. Tell them, hey, tune in. Cindy's going to make it practical. Tune in. She's going to tell us how, what to say. Because sometimes I was like that at first. What do I say then? Now that I understand, but what do I say? How do I release it? So that's uh, today we're going to talk about that. But also right now, I just speak that something will happen right now. Something will click while the teaching is going on. Something will click on the inside. Something is stirred up on the inside in the name of Jesus. And I know people are in search for health and healing. And I just speak while I'm teaching, healing goes forward. While I'm teaching, healing goes forward. Health goes forward. Define health pops up in the name of Jesus. Creative miracles just pop up like that, like that. Miracles right now in Jesus name while I'm teaching and right now in the name of Jesus, because it's not my word. It's his word. And he wants you. Uh, he wants you healed even more than I want that. So listen, guys, I was on a walking my dog and I was walking with my uh, grandbaby, you know, in the in the little uh, uh, her little wagon. And then um, I was thinking about it. I was I, I've been babysitting so many days and it was like, man, every Every single thing revolves around my grandbaby when she's here. So I need to get up very early for her, you know, prepare the food, make sure she's uh, attended to, you know, uh, make sure everything is okay in the house. So she, if she cannot trip, she cannot fall, you know, she cannot hurt herself. Uh, bring her outside. Think about how am I going to go by my day because she's a baby. She needs to sleep eat play you know so we sing with her uh we were belting out um gyra uh, <laughs> the song you know gyra you are enough and she sings already with us and um so i was thinking about it i said papa and we were walking i said the whole day my my whole schedule revolves around my grandbaby and she's so cute, my little Imani. Oh, she's so cute. And I was just thinking about it. I said, but wait a minute. Your whole schedule, Papa God, Lord Jesus and Holy Spirit, is revolving around us, your children. Do you know that? Do you know that he's taking such good care of us? We don't even know that. We don't even see that because we're only looking at the natural, oh, this happened today, so-and-so said this today, so-and-so didn't even look at me, you know, those type of things, and I, I'm feeling poorly, I'm not feeling well, I got this pain, I got this, uh-uh-uh, we're, we're looking like that. But just zoom out from the natural, just, just for this minute, and think about that. I'm an, just this human being, you know, and I have a grandbaby. You know, my children are growing. So now, you know, a baby is, is different again. And she poops, you know, she pees. So I have to, you know, take care of her, clean her, change her diaper, you know, wash her, uh, brush her teeth, uh, comb her hair, all those type of things. But every single thing is done for her. My whole schedule revolves around her. So 
Papa God, his whole schedule revolves around you. That's how good he is. He makes sure that you wake up in the morning. He makes sure that you have got your food and that everything that you would ever need, it's already a done deal. He made sure of that. He made sure that you were never, ever alone, no matter the situation. Even if your spouse says, hey, I'm leaving you. He is right there. Papa God is right there. He came to live on the inside of you. Jesus said, Papa, the moment they say yes to me, you just send me into their hearts, you know? And Papa God, he sent Jesus into our hearts so we can cry out, Abba, Papa, we got a Papa, Papa. So then we have Holy Spirit who came to live on the inside of us as well. Our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. This is all from the word. So you are never alone. You are on a cared for, pampered. His whole schedule revolves around you. Have you thought about that today? Maybe it's good to think about that. You know, you don't know how precious you are to him, that he wants you healed even more than I would want you healed. I want you healed. You know, that's why I'm teaching. Uh, this is this is time that I normally should be sleeping because for me, it's already, you know, it's, it's evening, it's 9 p.m. So I, I would be, you know, ready to go to bed, but I'm taking time out to teach. Why? Because I want my face on the screen and everybody sees Sydney. No, of course not. <laughs> it's because I know that he loves you so much. If he healed me 2,000 years ago, then he healed you 2,000 years ago as well. So I'm just teaching because I just love you guys and I don't even know you because I haven't met whoever I met, no one. But I've just met you here on this platform or maybe I saw you on a different platform. And it's just my heart for people to understand that they're already healed, to understand how and what to say and what to do. But do you know that this Jesus, he wanted it so much for you that he went through those stages. And it was agony. It was pain. His body was in pain for you. So you don't have to be in pain. Just think about it. I, I just need to, you know, throw it out here. And, and I don't know for who this is, but I know it's for someone. Sometimes we need to stop and think about those things. He wants you healed so much more because that's why he already did it 2,000 years ago. He took your pain. Ah, when you think about that. Symptoms are lying symptoms. Pain is a loser and a liar. Well, the next thing that I was thinking about was this song, and it's um, my parents are from Suriname, so I'm uh, Surinamese, but I'm brought up in the Netherlands, so I'm I'm not a great Surinamese because I cannot speak it eloquently. <laughs> I can listen to it and understand it right now, but there was this song, and it's um, a Surinamese song, and it says something like. Um, and, and it says something like, Jamide. Well, it says that um, I want to think like you think, you know. Praxeri, it means like thinking as you think. I want to talk just like you. And then it says, Kemi Masra. That's like, uh, oh my Lord, my master. And then it says, more and more, I resemble you. And when it says like, um, uh, make me the one more print you. And it's like, 
like I'm, I'm like this picture for him. I'm more like a picture, more, you know, resembling him, more looking like him. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today, because just think about it, that the moment we start looking more and more like Jesus, because in our spirit, it's already done, you know, that's where we got everything. So we need to release it from that place, from that spiritual realm. But we cannot see it or touch it or feel it or, you know, smell it or taste it or, you know, we cannot hear that. So it's in our souls that we need to be renewed. And then, <clears throat> sorry, our bodies, they need to catch up. You know, they need to understand, hey, all these years we were just dominated by flesh. We were just, you know, carnally minded. We were walking after the flesh, but now we're not walking after the flesh no more. We're walking after the spirit, meaning after the word. So if you go with me, because of course, I we need to have ground for everything that I'm going to say. And it's not Cindy says, no, 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 it's the word said. So listen to this. <clears throat> Let's go with me to Matthew 7. And there it tells us, um, <clears throat> Let me see. Um, let's start at verse uh, 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock and the rain descended, the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. Now, why am I taking this scripture when we're going to talk about what to say? Because what do we have to speak? What do we have to say? The sayings of Jesus. Well, what are his sayings? And we first have to uh, see that Jesus, he spoke a different language than we are speaking right now. So I know people are like, he spoke Aramaic. Others say he spoke Hebrew. Well, you know, I wasn't there. but those languages and especially the hebrew language it's not like the language we have right now we use a lot of words sometimes but they did not so when they want to say something like uh in the in the in genesis chapter one we read uh let there be light that's a lot of words for them they didn't say that they would say light be so it's very short so it's very like stern and the way they say things, when they want to uh, emphasize something that it was terrible or violent, they will speak the, the word twice, you know, and that's how their language is. So the Hebrew language, it got like three layers <clears throat> because Papa God, he knows that we're thinking in pictures and actually all the languages. And, and I'm saying that I'm not a scholar, so please don't don't tell me it was wrong and blah, blah, blah. I just believe that it comes from the Hebrew language, every other language. And in the Hebrew, it got three layers. So you got the the you got the the letters, and then you got also numbers. So the letters, they got numbers, and then you also have pictures to it. So it always pictures out what it says. Now the Bible tells us what I just showed you to do the sayings of Jesus, to do them. So how do you do the sayings of Jesus? You speak them. When you believe, you will speak. So when you believe the word of God, you will speak the word. So that's the first thing that we have to establish. And then we can go on to the second thing. Because what did Jesus speak? You know, and that's the thing I want to show you. What did Jesus actually speak? What is his word? And I love it. I just found this uh, a few days ago, and I just love it that it's all, you know, um, all underneath each other. But he says, my teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. So his teaching, his words came from Papa God. Uh, that's in John 7, 16. But I wanted to go this to this part. The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the father who dwells in me does his work. John 14, 10. 
the word you hear is not mine, but it's from the, I, I always want to say the Papa, but the Father, it says, the Father who sent me, John 14, 24. Now, here's the thing. Jesus was speaking what his Papa is speaking. Okay, let's just establish that. What do you think we should be speaking? Because isn't Jesus our example? Isn't the word what we need to speak? Okay, let's just establish we need to speak the word. But why do we still speak rubbish then? Okay. And listen to this. Jesus said, John 6, 63, it is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I've spoken to you are spirit and life. So the thing is that every single word that Jesus spoke, it had spirit and it had life in them. Now we got that written down for us, you know? We got it written down for us. So how should we speak? And I always go back to, and just go with me to Mark. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Mark 11. I always go back to that one because it just showed me so much in it how to speak. I didn't know how to speak, what to say, how to pray. But when you look in Mark chapter 11, you see how, and and it's like, I just love Jesus so much. You know that he really never left us like, you just check for yourself how you need to speak. I'm not going to show you. You just, you just look it up, you know, just look it up. Just, just, I'm go just going to leave you and you just see how you're going to do it. No, he never did that. Never, ever. We might think that because we feel alone, but he's right there. You know, even when you don't hear his voice, because a lot of people, they, they, they think they don't hear his voice. But do you know he always speaks? And even if, if you don't hear him, you can just take the word and then you just start speaking. Papa, haven't heard you. Jesus, haven't heard you. Holy Spirit, haven't heard you. And you just go. I'm just going to start Mark 11, verse 12. Now, the next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. Do you know that? Every scripture is God breathed. It came out of his mouth. Is God inspired? So it's spirit and it's life. I'm hearing Papa God speaking to me. He's speaking to me right now. I just spoke those words. He's speaking to me. You know, I have uh, other people uh, teaching for me sometimes on my own, on, uh, uh, in my own ministry, on my own channel. And I had to uh, ask the person who was speaking that day, hey, what's a title? But I never asked that. And her title was um, a Bible first that she used when it was very rough, very hard in her life. And even though I knew that Bible first, I was reminded of it. There was Papa God speaking to me through that word. So right now, I just spoke words from the word. It blessed me already. Okay, but let's drop down and let's start at first on a 20. So Jesus did something to the fig tree and that started in verse 12. That was his example showing it to us, but he, he just gave us so much examples. The way he spoke to, you know, to the man with a withered hand and he said, stretch forth your hand. And you can go like, but Jesus, how can you speak like that? That's the way he spoke. And that's the way we need to speak as well. But a lot of people, we're used to using a lot of words. Oh, blah, 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 blah. So then we get confused within our words and we think, why is nothing happening? Cindy said, we need to speak the word. And I'm speaking it and nothing is happening because you're not speaking it. Uh, you're not speaking it and believing it. Or you're not speaking it with your authority. Okay. So Jesus was speaking to this victory. He cursed the fig tree by saying, let no one eat fruit from you ever again because it's this fig tree, it had no fruit, it had leaves, and it was just a liar. So he said, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. It didn't say right here that he cursed it. But then when you drop down, verse 20, now in the morning as they passed by and they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. So something happened because of Jesus' words. Now, how did Jesus speak let no one eat fruit from you ever again he spoke to the fig tree he didn't say to his disciples 
Disciples, did you see that? There was no figs on this tree and I'm hungry. And why is this fig tree doing this to me? Having leaves but no figs, huh? Why is he doing that? Do you understand that, John? Do you understand that, Luke? Matthew, why is he? Uh, Peter, Peter, come, come, come. You know, this fig tree, he was not talking about the situation. He was talking to exactly the fig tree that was not supplying what he should be supplying. Even though it was not the season for figs yet, then why do you have leaves? Stop lying. Okay. So now they, they've seen the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, teacher. So right now he's calling him teacher because Jesus is a teacher. But do you want him to teach you? Or do you want to, you know, do it all by yourself? No, this is how I speak. This is how I did it. This is how my pastor taught me. This is how my bishop taught me. And they said to me that it's okay. So don't you come and tell me, Cindy, how Jesus spoke because I'm not going to be teachable by Jesus. Well, I'm so sorry if you will not have your desired outcome. So listen to this. The fig tree which you cursed. Now is the first time we hear that Jesus has cursed the fig tree by speaking those words. Let no one eat fruit from you ever again. There was a curse spoken. There was a curse spoken with what? With words. Okay. So he, Jesus cursed the fig tree and it has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them. So now he started to teach because rabbi, teacher. So he starts to teach and answer them. Have faith in God. You know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. If there's no faith present. No, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to work. There needs to be faith present. So have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, why is he talking about have faith in God? Because your words, when you speak it, and there is, you believe your words, you place faith, you add faith to your words, something will happen. It's not that nothing will happen. No, something will happen in your body. Now, when you curse your own body, because people, 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 listen to me. A lot of people are cursing themselves with their words. If you say, I don't like my body, you've just cursed your own body. Oh, I hate my body. I hate the way, uh, you know, when you say that you hate the way your legs are, when you hate your hair, when you hate this and you hate that, you dislike this and you dislike that, you don't like that. that. You have just cursed yourself. And sometimes you've been saying this for 10 years. 15, 20, 25 years. And now something is happening in your body. And your body is like, well, well, you cursed me. I just went with your words. You didn't like me. So that's why, hey, I'm, I'm just, you know, punching my own body because the body fights against the own body. The cells fight against, you know, the immune system says, no, no, Cindy, Cindy wants this. She, she said it. Her own mouth spoke it or someone else spoke it and she did not condemn it. So, no, no, let let those cells that are no good, those bad stuff, let it just go through. No, we, we don't have to do anything. She, she didn't like herself. Mm. No, she hated herself. Did you hear what she just said? And she spoke it with all of her heart. Because when you speak with all of your heart, you add faith to it. Okay, and that's in the negative. It can also be in the positive. So then he said, for assuredly I say to you, who's he talking to? The disciples. Yeah, but you and me, you and me, we are also his disciples. So he's talking to us. Whoever says, so speaking, whoever will say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. So just exactly as Jesus, your example, who came to show Papa God's example, speaking his words, we need to do the same. He cursed that fig tree with words. So he spoke those things to the fig tree. He didn't speak about the situation. So how do you need to speak? Don't speak about that situation. And I know people always bring up, but what do I say to my children then? What do I say to my spouse then? What do I say to the doctor then? What do I say to people who see me then? Calm down. First things first. 
don't speak about the situation. Don't speak about, you know, in Genesis 1, Papa God did not speak about the darkness or, oh, it's so void. Oh, man, let me throw something in. Oh, so void. It's so void. I don't even hear it. Oh, it's got no form. Holy Spirit has got no form. What am I to do? No, he did not do that. And he is our example as well. But do you believe that? Okay. So um, Jesus, he shows us something. He tells us something here like, hey, 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 speak to the mountain. If it's your eyes, and I'm going to give you examples that you can use. It's not, I need Cindy to pray for me. You don't. Do you know that? That you don't? Because you got the same Jesus living on the inside. You got the same authority on the inside of you. You got the same health and healing living on the inside of you. You got the same power living on the inside of you. You got the same Bible that I, I have. You got Google. I also have Google. You can Google Bible verses. So you got the same thing. It's not that I'm, I'm better, I'm more. No, I became a spiritual bodybuilder on the inside. I started renewing, transforming my mind. That's all. That's all. So when it's your eyes, will you speak to your ears when your eyes are hurting you? No, of course not. Will you go to a doctor for your little toe and then you're going to speak about your belly? No, you will not. Will you go to a baker, you know, bakery? And then ask for hardware. No, you will not. Why? Because it looks foolish, right? But yet you do it with your words. Why are you speaking about the situation or about all types of other things and about other people's business? Why? You don't have time for those things. You need to speak to what? You need to speak to your eyes. If it's your eyeballs, you go directly say eyeballs. In the name of Jesus. Why am I saying in the name of Jesus? Because you have the right to use that name. Philippians 2.9. That name is elevated above every single name. And everything in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, it needs to bow down to that name. That's the name you, you have a right to use. And that's why if you hear this session before you heard every single session on believe, receive, and release, you might say, oh, she left that out. She didn't. No, go. Just stop here. Go and listen to those sessions and then come back because we're at the releasing part. So if it's an eyeball, why would I say little toe in the name of Jesus? No, I have to speak to the eyeballs. Speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. No, I'm going to speak about the mountain. Cindy, you don't understand. Why speak about the mountain? I know that you got that mountain. You speak to the mountain. No, no, I need to speak to Papa God about this. Who am I going to speak to, Cindy? Papa God, Holy Spirit, or Jesus? I'm confused. Don't be confused. You don't need to speak to them about that mountain, about your eyeballs. You speak to your eyeballs and say eyeballs in the name of Jesus because you got the right to use the name and that thing has to bow you know whatever it is I command why can you say I command you eyeballs to be bright or see every picture sharp in Jesus name you see what I'm doing here I'm using my mouth as a weapon and I'm speaking to, if it would be my eyeballs, I would say eyeballs in the name of Jesus. I command you see every picture sharp or if they would be, you know, twitching. I command you stop twitching. Why can I do that? How come I can do that? Because he told me in Isaiah already, you, Cindy, command me. I'm not commanding God. God, I command you. No, 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 no. He gave me a right to command every single thing that he already placed in order, that he already made available for me. Healing and health is already available 2,000 years ago. He made this body. 
So if there's something with your organs and every everything that I'm talking about, do you know the scripture for it? Psalms 139. He knitted, he formed our inward parts or he knitted our organs. Let me phrase it like that. He knitted our organs, our inward parts. So don't you think that he knows that we have organs, you have a liver, you have a heart, you know, all those things we cannot see. And then people get like, oh, no, but I, I don't know. Stop. Calm down. You can speak to your organs and say, organs or liver. I'm speaking to the muscle right now. Liver. If I think it's not listening, because do you know, newsflash, everything's got ears because every single part of your body, do you know what is spoken in? No, no, Cindy, I cannot find in the word. Where? Can you show me? Can you show me? Let me tell you when he said, let us make men according to our likeness. You know, just like him. He spoke us into being and he said, hmm, this is very good. And then he started to form our bodies from the dust. But do you know that he does everything with his words? Everything listens to words and still people don't want to believe that. That's okay. No condemnation here. But if you believe it, you start speaking to the organs. Organs. And if you got word for it, you know, you got the Bible verse, Psalms 139. You go like, on account of that word, I command you. Liver, I command you function properly. So what, what are you doing? You speak to the mountain in faith. If you don't have faith or you got faith and you got unbelief, you faith, you got doubt. Because let me go back to the text. It says, Jesus is speaking our own example. I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, that doesn't, it doesn't mean every Christian, only Christians, only the righteous, only the just. No, every single person who has a mouth and a tongue, death and life, the power of the tongue, every single tongue. So whoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. So what is it doing? It's showing you, you can say to the mountain what you want it to do. But if it's like your organs and the doctor told you it's not working, it cannot work anymore, and we took it out, blah, blah, blah. What do you want it to do? Has your one of your kidneys been taken out? Then people are all like, oh, I don't know what taken out. Stop, stop, stop. Calm down. The Bible tells us, let me read a little bit further. And does not doubt in his heart. Does not doubt in his where? In his heart, because with the heart you believe. So if you doubt, there's no faith. Or there might be faith, but that doubt will just whoop, swallow up the faith or just negate the faith. The same with unbelief, the same with stress, the same with worry, the same with anxiety and all those type of things. Those things are natural killers. And even if I talk about them, people still stick with their envy and their strife. So stick with the stress because the stress is so, it has a throne, you know. No, sin, you don't understand. I might not understand, but hey, I wanted to live. So I had to get rid of those things, fear, doubt, and unbelief, and all those type of things. So listen, it does not doubt in his heart, but believes, 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 believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he or she says now you can speak to the mountain so you can say liver and you just say what you want your liver to do i command you clean i command you healthy i command you blessed i command you restored if you don't have a liver anymore you say liver i command you be physically manifested in my body you see what i'm doing right now I'm speaking to the mountain, but what would I say? I speak directly to the mountain. I tell the mountain what I want it to do. If I want it to be removed, then I'll say that. If there's cancer in the liver, I would say, cancer in the liver, I curse you. Because you can do that. I command you, every single cancer cell, die. 
because I don't want it to live in my body. And then I would say spirit of death because that cancer, sometimes people, they get the diagnosis that they will die. But I will say, oh, mm -mm -mm. I'll bind that spirit of death because if the death comes with the cancer, I will bind that spirit because I can bind and I can loosen. Matthew 16, 18, Matthew 18, 18. You just read it for yourself. Now, and then I can tell it what to do. Spirit of death, I bind you, get out. But if you are in fear, if you are in stress, if you are in worry, if you are in doubt, if you are in unbelief, because all those things are unbelief, it might not work. If you're in envy and strife, it, it might not work. Well, it will not work. You need to get out of that. And then people go, oh, they go like, I'm doomed. Well, there you go again. You will have what you say. You're not doomed and you're not a failure. You got the same power living on the inside of me that I also have. But you need to speak those things. Say, cancer, I command you die. You can do that. You know, Papa God, he gave me Psalms 8 like years ago. And let's go to Psalms 8. I'm going to show you something. And this is the Old Testament. And that's why I want to show you from the New and from the Old Testament. Because sometimes people think, yeah, but Cindy, uh, I cannot. Yes, you can. And because this is the Old Testament. Jesus he had not been on the cross yet. He did not die. This is in the book of Psalms, Old Testament, Old Covenant. But check this out. And I'm just going to start at verse 3 because when he gave me this text, I was like, yeah, yeah, I know it. So I, I know how to be wise in my own eyes, guys. And I had to surrender to the word. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I, I needed, I needed a miracle. But I was like, yeah, I know it. And then I was like, when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful uh, of him and the son of man that you visit him. I just thought he was actually uh, speaking about first two, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength. So I was like, I know it. Do you really know Psalms 8, Cindy? And then I was like, oh, you mean there's more? He said, yeah. So I said, okay, let me, let me just go and check. And then, starting at verse 5, for you have made him, who's the him? That's me. A little lower than the angels, but actually, uh, it's it's not this, but okay. A little lower than the angels, but that's not, <laughs> that's not quite right. Because we are called little G's, little gods. And you've crowned him. Oh, wait, the him is me. So you crowned me, Cindy, and I, I placed my name in it years ago. Me, Cindy, with glory and honor. Hmm, I have glory and honor. Okay. And then verse six. And this is what and then I made it green. You've made me, Cindy, to have dominion over the works of your hands. You put all things under my feet. Hmm. That's why I can command things. I have dominion. And now in the new, with the new covenant, under the new covenant, I got dominion, power, and authority, and it's given to me from the Lord Jesus. So when I use his words that, that are spirit-filled and life-giving, I can start commanding things to start happening because he gave me the meaning. He put, he put all things under my feet. So he put cancer under my feet. He put eczema under my feet. He put incurable diseases under my feet. When you go to Jeremiah 30, uh, 17, he tells us that he cures the incurable. He will he restores us to health. When did he do that? 2,000 years ago. So there you have it. So I can command things to do what I tell them to do. And then people go, ah, I did that thing. It didn't work. It got worse. Now, when things get worse, just, just think about it. Just, just you know, stop here and think about it. When I'm speaking to something in my body and it gets worse, then I know something is happening because why would you get worse while I'm speaking to you? Because it knows, oh no, she found me out or he found me out. I don't want to leave this body because then I have to roam desert places. 
and I don't like it, or I have to go back to hell. And then, man, the punishment is going to be so severe. I'm going to, and this is the demon, you know, like the cancer and whatever it is, is like, no, I don't want to go. So let's make it worse. Um, demon of pain, come on, come on, come on, come on in. Make it so worse that she cannot think anymore, that she cannot speak anymore because I'm not leaving this house. That's why it gets worse. It's just like holding on to everything like, no, I'm not going. No, uh, 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 I'm not going. But you just keep on speaking. Why? Because Jesus did the same thing. You keep on saying, liver, I command you cancer free in the name of Jesus. Liver, I command you whole. I command you blessed, restored, repaired, every damage done. You know, in the name of Jesus. If there is no liver anymore, if there's no kidney anymore, you say, in the name of Jesus, I command you creatively, miraculously repaired in Jesus' name right now. And you place your hand because he said, if we lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Well, if there's no one there to lay hands on you because I cannot come and lay hands on you, I cannot come. You know, if you're in the States, I cannot come. But you can do that. If it's your neck, you place your hand on your neck. Say, neck in the name of Jesus. I command all muscles in peace. I command whatever it is. If it's pain, if it's atrophy, atrophy, I bind you, get out. Or atrophy, I curse you, stop it in Jesus' name. I command my neck, you move normally. You function properly. You see what I'm doing? I'm speaking to the mountain. I'm telling you what I want the mountain to do. If it's negative, if it's, you know, the sickness, I curse the sickness. I curse the disease. I curse the illness, the ailment, the, the pain, the symptoms. I curse it or I command it to die or I bind it, command it to get out and leave. And then I'm going to bless my body, that body part or my total body. I command body and I'm speaking to my body. So I will go like body. Hey, 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 I'm talking to you. And I know people think I'm crazy. Well. It got me healed, and I'm walking divine health. I will, like, hey, hey, body, body, listen to me. I command you glow with health in Jesus' name, and I can do that all day long if I want to. You know, even if you're surrounded with so many people, you go to the toilet like 10, 20, 30 times more, and people will say, There's something wrong with you. No, no, no. But if you don't, you know, if the people around you they don't understand, they don't, you go to the toilet, you go like a body. I command you heal. Body, I command you glow with health. Bones, fiber with life. Firm muscles, strong bones. You hear how I'm talking? I'm talking to my body. Yeah, I look crazy, but I'm not crazy. I'm doing exactly the sayings of Jesus. That's where I started with. Body or jaw, I command you strong. I command you function properly in Jesus' name. Or ears, you can place your fingers in your own ears. I command you in the name of Jesus. You hear everything clearly. And I curse the tinnitus in Jesus' name. Because you can do that. That's how you speak. That's how you speak to your body. Body, you're so blessed. Oh, man, when you're showering. Oh, body, you're so blessed. And maybe your body's aching with pain. Or maybe you cannot, you know, on a lift up your arm like this. You say, oh, thank you, Papa God, that I can just lift up my arm like that. You know, maybe it still hurts. You say, ah, arm, arm, I'm talking to you. I command you reach so high in the name of Jesus, you know, and then you just start doing something. Just start trying to do something. You know, if you're paralyzed, you speak to those legs. Say, ah, legs, I'm talking to you. Hey, hey, listen to me because I know you got ears because it, it has ears. I command you function. Come on, work. But in uh, when people don't see anything happening while they're speaking, they get like, oh, I'm not going to speak anymore. No, I'm not going to speak to the mountain. No, no. Or they're angry or they're irritated or they're, you know, because it takes such a long time. But it doesn't take Papa God a long time. It takes your mind, your body a long time to receive that. Like, is he really meaning this? Because she lies a lot. So I don't know. You know, I, I'm not a liar, but you know, if if you are used to lying, then your your body's like, mm, I don't know. Your heart is like, mm, I'm not sure. Or you don't understand your own authority. You don't understand who you are. People are still like, there is no hope for me. No one can do this. There's no. Other. Why do you want to make yourself so 
How do you say it's important that there's no hope for you? You got that incurable disease and no one, no one can do anything for you. Why? Make Jesus more important than the incurable disease. And you speak to that incurable disease. You say, incurable? No, I command you cure it in Jesus' name. Body, I speak you healthy in the name of Jesus. And hey, you can get angry. You know why? Not because, oh, everyone talks about golly anger and holy indignation. No, because it's your body. Something is trespassing your body. Well, Papa God gave you hell through his son on the cross 2,000 years ago. So I do believe you can get a little bit angry about that. So how do you speak? You speak to the mountain specifically. And don't, don't think, yeah, but Cindy, um, it's my muscles. And it's something that it can never go away. Because that's what you believe. So when you speak against it, it will never go away. If you tell your own body, well, I hate you. I don't like you. You just cursed yourself. If you're speaking to your little toe because your little toe hurts, you say little toe because you're speaking to the mountain. I command you, tell it what you want it to do in the name of Jesus. That gives that power to it. I command you uh, straight, straighten out. If you've been in like, a, and then bless your little toe, bless the toes, bless your body. You can do that like, Set an alarm and do that every five minutes, every two minutes, whatever you want. You will have what you say. So if it's like you've been in an accident and you think because it's it's how you think that's who you is, that's who you are. And you think, yeah, but that was an accident, Cindy, so nothing can be done. Who told you? You speak to that body part. If there's a missing body part, you speak to it. I command you creatively, miraculously here in the name of Jesus. You arm, you hand, you finger in the name of Jesus. I command you teeth. You come back in Jesus' name. You grow in Jesus' name because they grew once. They can grow again. So, and even if you never had an arm or this or that, you can still speak to it. There are testimonies about people. They got this back. They got a feedback. They got teeth back. They got. So why would it happen for you? Because you think different. You think it cannot be done for me. There's no one for me. Now you got Jesus right there with you all, all of the time. So how do you speak? How do you release it? It's all here on the inside. So it's spiritual. Now, I already showed you that the words of Jesus, the, the, the Bible, the words, the word, it is spirit. And it's like, oh, hey, there I got it. So if I don't know what I have on the inside, get into the word. But there's a lot of teaching on that. What do you have? You got the health and the healing. You got it. You got the restoration. You got it. You got the power. You got the authority. How do I get it out? With your mouth. You speak and you say, I command the health and the healing. You flow from the inside, through my soul, through my mind, into my body in the name of Jesus right now. That's how you can do that. I command the restoration power or I command if something died in your body, I command the resurrection power in my leg, muscle, bone, in the name of Jesus, I command it resurrected right now. Flow from the inside, through my soul, through my mind, into my liver, into my bones, into my neck, into my brain, into my mental health in Jesus' name. That's how we speak. Do you see that it's not, it's not that difficult? But if you have a dominant thought and that thought is no... It cannot, it cannot happen for me. It's already been 20, 30 years. I've tried this, did that. Mm, uh -uh, I cannot speak like that. I don't have authority. You don't know who you are. You don't know that you're seated on the throne. And this, this, I call it a built-in device. You got that. You can speak. And if you cannot speak for yourself, you write it down and let someone speak that over you.
someone around you. And if that cannot happen, you groan that. You just, you just, you know, a groan, you know, it reaches his throne. If you don't know what to pray for as you ought, Holy Spirit, when you ask him, he will intercede for you with groanings which cannot be uttered. And a groaning is not like, like, like words, but that groan will come from the inside out. So he will even intercede for you if you do not know what to pray for as you are. But that will take time because the thing is why I'll say that, why, why, why am I saying it will take time? It, take, it takes us time to transform our minds. So the moment I start, you know, speaking in tongues, because I don't know what to pray for as I ought, it might take me a little bit of time to sense that, oh, Holy Spirit is now praying for me. And then, you know, he, he takes over. If you want to do it the way you've always been doing it, if you want to speak the way you've always been speaking, it's actually like insanity for thinking that you will have a, a, a different outcome. Don't you understand that you can have what you say? So the way you're speaking, it has everything to do with how your body is right now. Or the way you've let other people speak about you or over you and you did not stop it or condemn it. That's the way your body is right now. Because the body just reflects everything that you say. It hears you, your ear, ears, they hear you all day long. And so we can blame this. Oh, Cindy didn't pray. Uh, So-and-so prayed, didn't work. At the What about your own mouth? You can speak for yourself. And don't think that you're just, oh, there's not, no one, that, no one can help me. That's not true. Jesus already did. We just have to do the sayings of Jesus and speak, say like he spoke. Now, there's so much more to, to talk about, but I see I'm already, it's already an hour. This is not difficult, but there will be people that will feel, still feel condemned because no, that's not how I've been taught to pray or to speak. That's okay. Just don't email me because this is how I'm speaking and I see it works. When, and when I'm speaking for someone else, yeah, I see people get healed. I see people not get healed. Is there something wrong with me? Well, there might be. But I don't really think that it's me because it's not my healing power. It's the Lord's. So sometimes I know there's a dominant thought at work and they have not dealt with it yet. So you just deal with those things. I, I already talked about those type of things. But you can speak and you will have what you say. But do you believe that? I showed you how to speak. You speak to the mountain. You don't have to do it as I did it if you don't want to. It's not that you need to do it like this. No, but this is how I found out to do it, and I just see it working. You speak to the mountain. You speak to the area, the body part, the thing mm -hmm. that's, you know, that is wrong. And when you speak, you will see something will happen. So you speak to the mountain. You tell it what you want it to do. If it's the sickness, the disease, the ailment, you can curse it. You can command it to get out. Leave, I bind you, stop, stop rooting, fail, shrivel, shrink, fall. Okay. Then you bless your body. Tell it what you want to what wanted to do. I command you restored. I command you repaired. I command you back. I command you resurrected. I command you live. I command you whole. I command you well in the name of Jesus. You can use that name of Jesus. Now, this is something you can do all day long when you're working. You can just say, body, I command you restored. Or you can say, cancer, you die. You can even, you know, say it like that if there are people all around you. Or you can go to the bathroom. Or you can, you know, there is time. You just say, I'm going for a walk. And then you just start walking and saying, in the name of Jesus, body, I command you, bless them. Hey, hey, hey. And I'm like that. I, when I'm doing this, it's because this is what I really did to my body. I said, hey, stop that. Because I will, I will treat it as... A child, the body just needs to listen to me. I say, ah, no, you, you're not going to do that. Listen, the law of the spirit of life is right here on the inside. I command it to come through my horse in Jesus' name. I command it to come into physical manifestation right now in Jesus' name. 
I might not see it. But even if I don't see it, I will not get weary. You know, the Bible tells us Galatians 6, don't grow weary while doing good. For if you don't faint, you will reap in due season. So um, there's so much I have to tell you about that. But the thing is, in the meantime, you know, like, hey, I don't see it. I don't see it. Stop panicking. Stop panicking. Because when you panic, you're just like Peter on the water looking, you know, at the, the, the waves and the winds. Don't don't do that. Keep on looking at the word. Keep on being spiritually minded. Keep on speaking that out of your mouth. And if you cannot say anything that is good or positive that comes from the word, just be quiet. Just just be quiet. Don't don't speak at all. Don't try and get into uh, thinking I'm going to speak in faith when you're not in faith. Just, uh, that's what I did. I just then said nothing. I said I place a guard in front of my mouth. I, I, I keep my soul from troubles. I keep my life from trouble. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. I'm not speaking that day. And then next day I will speak. So because you will have what you say. And when you say it with all your heart, man, you will have what you say. That's that's a tree. It will grow. That's the plant you will see. And then you go like, I don't understand. Why is it? Well, it came out of your mouth or you let someone else speak it into your life. Now, I'm, I'm just, you know, asking Holy Spirit how he wants it, how he wants to make it even more practical. I don't know if, if I can even get it more practical than this. I gave you examples. Even if I, I went too fast, you can go back, listen to this session again, pause, write it down. This is exactly how I did it. Write down what I said. Uh, then you go, nose, in the name of Jesus, or cancer, I curse you. I command you die. You can write that down. And then you just you just have it like, okay, so I can do it with every single sickness, disease, illness, ailment, uh, injury, whatever. If it's an injury, you say, hey, injury, I curse you in Jesus' name. I command you body repaired, restored, regrown, blah, blah, in Jesus' name. And I always say now because I always believe in the now. And in the meantime, I don't panic. In the meantime, I'm just praising Papa God. I'm just thanking him. Thank you so much. I'm doing the saints of Jesus. Oh, I bring you a gift of laughter. Psalms on a 100 in the message translation. Then I'll go like, because I'm going to give him, a, bring him a gift of laughter. And I go like, <laughs> I'm so happy. And I might be in a lot of pain in a lot of this or a lot of whatever. But. I'm just doing the saints of Jesus and I'm speaking all those type of things. Oh, thank you, Papa God, in the name of Jesus that you healed my eyes. What? Thank you so much. And maybe I still cannot see. Oh, thank you, Papa God. And I just took these things from the word. Ephesians 5 verse 20 told us that we should give thanks to Papa God always for all things in the name of Jesus. So I'm just going to do that. Well, thank you, Papa God, for giving me a new wrist in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Papa God, that you healed me 2,000 years ago from this arthritis. Oh, arthritis, you die, you loser. And why am I saying loser? Because I just make, I'm just making things so small. I'm making that mountain so small. Like, oh, I just cannot you no more but people make their mouths so big oh my god it's cancer my god it's arthritis my god no stop doing that make it so tiny so small because it's subject to you i just tell it i say you're such a loser you're nothing because it's it's not, they're nothing they're losers and now I, I remind i remind them i say hey do you know your end is already written down mm -hmm. you know because those words I can also speak. Okay, let me leave it uh, at this. And then uh, maybe there's going to be part five. I don't know. I, did, I didn't want it to be this long-winded with this on uh, <laughs> believe, receive, and release it. But that's how you release it. You release it through your words. If you believe it, you will have what you say. So um, there's so much more to it. 
but uh, and I really cannot get to everyone today and pray and you know do stuff and do stuff. I I really can't because I'm giving you keys. You can use them if you want to. Grace says, "What if we don't know what to curse in the body part, but can still bless it?" Um, well, I this is me. I will say every uh, malfunction in my body. I command you stop it right now if I don't know what it is. And I say, I curse everything that should not be here in my body that Papa God did not place there in the name of Jesus. I will curse that. Whatever the source is, or I can ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what's what's up? What What is the source? Is it this, you know? So if you don't know what to curse, you can just, you know, curse whatever is wrong. Just say, whatever is wrong, I curse you in Jesus' name. And then you bless it like 10 times more. I bless you. I command you strong and healthy. I command you. You know, you just bless it with everything, every word that you can find to bless it. That's that's what me and my daughter, we're doing that. And we're talking to each other like that. Hey, I bless you. And we wake up and we say, I bless you. You're so awesome. You're great. You're fantastic. Because blessing a person, I'm blessing everything. I'm blessing her body. I'm blessing her eyes. I'm blessing her. And she's blessing me. So, you know, you can also do that. Yeah, just bless it. Um, let me see. Years ago, Lord showed me how my bladder hurt and obeyed me. You see, like that, because it's really like that. I'm so encouraged. Listen, thank you, Lord. All glory to our Papa God. Body's like a child, and it is like a child, it will listen. You know, sometimes I just had to tell it, Hey, I place a bit in your mouth just like with the horses. And that, that's actually a scripture. You're not going to talk to me. I'm talking to you. You hear me? <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> you know, I'm holding my body. You hear me? Because, hey, sometimes with kids, also my children, sometimes I was just talking. And, I, and one day my son said to me, Mom, I didn't, I didn't listen. I was giving him this preach. I was preaching and he said, I just heard the first line sentence and then I heard, I was like, and I've been talking for 10 minutes here, but <laughs> my children are so honest. So I was like, hmm, so my body can be like that as well. Sometimes it's just not listening. Well, I'm going to shout it to it. You know, you will find a way, you know. I just said to my, my children, they knew when they had to run, like cut it out. And when I said, stop it like that, and I didn't use too many words, they were like, run, you know, like that. So just think of it as a child or as, as not a dog. Your body's not a dog. Just say, body, I love you. You know, it's not a dog. But even with dogs, you know, sometimes you have to say, hey, sit. You see, very authoritative. That's how you need to be with your body, very authoritative. Uh, Janie, I see the amen. Join me in prayer. The side effects of the lung treatment, side effects, cancer, sores to be gone. I know that by Jesus stripes I'm healed. Uh, receive a manifestation. Well, first things first, you speak to your own body. You speak to it every single day, every time you can. And this is how you can speak. I'm going to agree with you and join you. And I, I say it's prayer, but it's not prayer. It's speaking. I'm speaking to that mountain. So in the name of Jesus, I curse all those side effects of the lung treatments in Jesus' name. Every single cancer cell, you die in the name of Jesus. I command your body free from cancer and every side effect, stop it. And I speak your body blessed. I command your lungs perfect, in perfect health, in Jesus' name, functioning well in the name of Jesus. And I just speak that you don't have any side effects anymore in the name of Jesus. And that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus that has freed you from the law of sin and death just flows through your body right now. Come from that inside out. Flow. Flow through my hands in the name of Jesus right through to your body, in your body, in Jesus' name. Right now, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Papa God, for all already healing your uh, uh, Janie in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. John says, how long, Cindy, cannot someone command before they get discouraged and give up? Well, the thing is, 
when we get discouraged, it's because we're watching the wind and the waves, just like Peter. If we get discouraged, it is because I'm thinking it has not happened yet. I'm not understanding yet that it is already done. I am already healed. And then how can I get discouraged if I'm already healed? But I get discouraged because I'm looking in the natural. And when people give up, it's because they're too much in the natural, feeling, smelling, sensing, everything. But I cannot, I, I didn't get discouraged after I understood, no, I'm you. I'm, I'm just you. Well, what do you silly do? Well, I'm going to do that. That That's the thing with discouragement. And how can I be discouraged if I got the encourager, the encouragement, Jesus, living on the inside of me, living, breathing, you know, he's right here. And if I have encouragement from the word, and if I can get encouragement by speaking about my past uh, testimonies, for instance, or looking at a testimony. So discouragement is actually not where we as Christians should be as children of God. When we get there, it's because my mind is not stayed upon the word somewhere. Hey, Dorita from Scotland. Blessings to you as well. Prayer, please. Agree against attacks against my heart, muscles, and nerves, and for peace over my mind in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for saying that. Well, I'm going to say to you the same thing as I say to everyone. You speak to your body. You speak to your heart. Heart. You place your hand in your heart. I command you. Just on, um, how do you say that? Just, just um, be normal. Just be normal. Be good. Be well. Be strong. Muscles, nerves. I command you function properly. I command you firm. I command you loosened. You know, you can say all those things. So, in the name of Jesus, I just speak that all those attacks stop. I command you cursed attacks in Jesus' name and heart. On the muscles and nerves, I'm talking to you. I command you in peace. I command you well. I command you whole. And I command you restored in the name of Jesus right now. And I just keep on saying, you guys, you speak. There's literally no one that doesn't have the time to do this. Because you can just keep it as short as you can. Body, I command you whole. Be restored. Whole, blessed, repaired. That's also what you can do if you don't have time. Or you can say, I command you restored in the name of Jesus. So just go back to this session. Write it down. Even if I prayed for someone else, you write it down and you place your situation there, your problem there, you know? And then you speak. You place your name in it. Your body part. Your body there. You can do this. And you can have what you say. If you doubt not in your heart. But believe that those things you are saying. They are done. You see they are done. It's it's done. Okay. And I'm already going to say goodbye. Love you guys. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.